Welcome to For the Love of Afro Beats. Uh, Damola calls this the bonus edition, is it? Yeah, the bonus edition. <laughs> the bonus edition, I'm yeah. Shop and of course joined by Damola, aka. Why, why? No, no, I have, say I have, it this have time. <laughs> say it this time, aka what? Mr. Schmooz. <laughs> And we're joined by a superstar, African pop culture superstar, singer, writer. Uh, he engineers himself. One of the few people that does that, actually. When you talk about artists and musicians, I think another one is Simi, which we should be catching up with. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up from for the Nigerian via Toronto. No, so Amadi. Thank you for having me, Shops. You know, Bro, appreciate this. Nah, man, Thank it's you. it's it's a pleasure to, yeah. to have you in town again. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. one of the few artists that for, just created a lane for himself. Mm. Like, I don't even know how that came about. <laughs> All I knew was yeah. that there was a buzz mm. around a specific artist. Mm. I heard some songs that wasn't the traditional Afro beats, Afro pop yeah. records yeah. that just started to have his life mm -hmm. of his own. Mm -hmm. You were talking about the whole beginning when yeah, you came in. T t talk to us about that. So I started by producing, I found a software called FL Studio. Mm. And then I just picked it, put it on my laptop, started making beats. And then I would remake like popular songs at the time, mm. like Wizard songs, Banky W. And when you make those beats, you want to try vibe now. Mm. I feel like every producer actually does this. They just record themselves. In the just vibe on the beat. <laughs> so I recorded it, my friends heard it, and they're like, yo, you should actually put this out. And I put it up. I put like five songs before tonight, mm. and then tonight just started, you know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What's going on? I'm in school, you know. I'll just be. I, sometimes I'll be like, maybe in the cafeteria. Some girls will be like, oh, isn't that not somebody? I'm like, geez, okay. I'm beginning to understand. <laughs> what guys are, I'm understanding what these guys are enjoying. Eh? <laughs> so I just said, I told my dad, yo, dad, I need to do this music thing. He's like, no, never. Mm. Mm. You know, you don't try it, but." Um, some people were like, you know, just go ahead, do your show in Lagos. Like, I went to Lagos, did a show, sold That out. was amazing. Yeah, so that I did, you know, I did other shows around there. You my did the David O show David as well. Show, yeah. Native Land. And um, yeah, my parents were like, you know what, you have our support for two years. So it's, it's expiring very soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just hoping to, I'm rushing yeah, to. I think you've got enough to extend your contract. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, when, when I was kind of, when I caught on to the non vibe, I was lucky enough to meet your dead manager, okay. Muiwa, who had told me that, because I was excited about the music we were making. Yeah. You saw me on social media yeah, go crazy. crazy. And I'm like, who is this guy? So he rang me up and he said, yes, he's a great musician, mm -hmm. but you're also something of a genius when it comes to education as well. Mm, yeah. And I think that's where the Thank problem you. was with, with the right. folks. So I, I love engineering and I love music. Um, in um, Swansea, I was, so initially I was actually not very good at school, mm. but while I was in Swansea, um, I don't know what it was, but my drive and everything was just, I just put in my best in every single thing. So in Swansea, I was teaching my fellow students. Wow. Um, and then in, in uh, McMaster, I graduated and I got um, elected for um, the best top 60 graduates ever from McMaster from the school. So so those those kind of um, things they're, they're just make you feel like, am I actually doing the right thing with this? Because <laughs> I, I feel like I could get a good job with those kind of um, things on your CV. Absolutely. But, um, but I feel like God, God knows why 
I'm here and um, why this is working out how it is. And yeah. the girls, I think the girls. <laughs> the girls. Are so girl. <laughs> By the way, I can drop my number after this. Talk to us about Toronto. You, yeah. you, you, that's where you're based. Yes. That's where you're making most of your music. I know the last time I spoke to you, mm-hmm. you mentioned the fact that you just have a microphone and, and your laptop and that's yeah. where everything yeah. comes from. Tell me. Yeah. Give us a picture, paint a picture of Toronto, what it's like for works. you and how it works. Um, so Toronto is is a small, for me, I like a homey vibe. I don't like too much Studio P, everybody's in the studio just doing anyhow kind mm. of thing. I just like, to be able to do the best, I just like um, being alone and focusing. So when, when I have the beat ready and I'm vibing with this beat, I want to be able to sit down on my bed and like redo the verse, even if it's 10 times wow. until it sounds it sounds precisely how it sounds in my head because I feel like music is from is from the spirit mm. and sometimes if you are influenced by too much by the time it comes out it's filtered it's not as clear as it's meant to be mm. from, from the inspiration it's yeah it's not pure yeah. so the best artists usually know how to translate from their spirit to the mic and if you are in your most comf- comfortable position that's the best time you can do that mm. um, that's why you find artists that build studios that feel like a home Mm. Yeah. yeah, so um, for now, the funding isn't as big enough for me to build that kind of studio, yeah. so I'm just sticking to Soon the whole enough. thing for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's exactly how it is. Toronto is a vibe, you know. I feel like I have enough supporters to do a proper show, mm. but I'm holding on until I build the right contacts. I want to come back, you know, have people support me, Absolutely. Malik, yeah. everybody come to a yeah. proper show in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, that would be something to see. Now, wh- how would you... I know it's difficult to kind of ask people, especially creatives, like, oh, so what box do you put yourself in? Mm, Are you yeah. an R&B singer, mm. an Afrobeats maker? Mm. What kind of genre? Because... Or are you alternative? Alternative. Because you have to. I know people don't like that. However, in the music business, you need to be underneath an umbrella, which was what we why we decided to create Afrobeats in the UK. Or else it would it would have been difficult for us to start getting plays. We're only getting when you say you wanted an African record, they'll play Two Face and they will play Makosa. And that's it. Okay. So after a while, we needed to find something that would allow us to play African right. music consistently, okay. which are now developed to where it is now. Yeah. So how would you describe the type of music you're making or okay. your sound? So I, I find myself experimenting with a lot of genres, but the one I do the most is Afro R&B. Mm. So it has all the precautions that are originally from Afro beats, which yeah. is African music. And it has a blend of the Western R&B mm. culture, which is just a result of what I've been listening to as a child, always yeah. exposed to. Um, it's also a result of the era in Nigeria where we had the style pluses, the square. Yeah, so it's a result of those things. So I feel like I haven't really seen anyone else do something similar to that. Yeah. And I just realized that recent that I'm trying to find some way that could put on this record with me, and it's hard because. <laughs> Everybody's on that way, on that commercial wave right now. So, um, but yeah, that's it. Afro R&B. What about even though everybody's on the commercial way? Is the music business is the business, right? Yeah. You have to make music that's yes. almost has to be commercial. Yeah. Even though yeah. you've got a cult following, I know yeah. Damola and I um, spoke yeah. about yeah. you know artists that have a cult following. Yeah. 
that eventually yeah. Yeah. developed into a mainstream audience, right. the likes of Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. you know, Burner Boy, See Me, mm-hmm. you know, Adekunle yeah, Gold. Yes. You still need to develop yes. that audience into a big one. So does it cross your mind? Of course, it does uh, a lot of the time. And, and because I'm inquisitive and I'm trying to apply as much as I have learned in school to music, mm. I find myself asking the now known celebs, who do you make music for? So I've asked my league very, I've asked all these guys, so who mm. are, you, are you making it for yourself or are you making it for your listeners? Mm. And of course we know the answer to that. Absolutely. So yeah. So um What's I don't, your answer though? My answer is yeah. I still now I still find myself making music that I like. Yeah. I, like I don't wanna I, I don't like wanna it. compromise because the tweets keep coming, bro, if this not so guy should try this thing, eh, guy will be this, but yeah. um I, I try it sometimes and I cringe. Yeah. Like, it's not me. Like, what, what, what am I saying? Baby, to this is It's not, it's not really, it's not me, man. I, and I can't, I'm, I'm really, I don't think I can help anyone now, in that. This is, this is my take. Yeah. Um, I've said it a lot of times yeah. that the one thing that's missing from the African pop music industry at the moment mm-hmm. is proper and credible A&R officials. Okay. Okay. And, our jobs, I'll say our, because I play that role a lot of times with mm-hmm. a lot of artists, uh-huh. is to be able to identify with artists to say, what you've done is incredible. However, we want to do, let's try this to be able to target that. Okay. Yeah. Because what you're doing, the, the good thing is, the music that you like, mm. a lot of us like it as <laughs> yeah, well. Of course. However, sometimes it doesn't play out that way. Right, it right. will be just a few people that yeah, like it. Yeah. And if they're trying, if, if for instance, you're signed to a major label, yeah. the plan is to have a massive album that's yeah. not so Amadi. Yeah, we need two up. records that's going to be able to go on the that's radio cool. and on the dance yeah. floor. You're going to hate it. Yeah. But, you have but to, you have that's to what you hear. So yeah. maybe that's, maybe that's what you listen. need. Yeah. You need somebody to be able to say, all I right, agree. I need you to say maybe some balaga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> it's a balance, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And in recent times, I've heard that, you know, you've had offers. You've mm-hmm. had yeah. deal situations. Yeah. Good money on the table oh, yeah. that could allow you popping champagne and writing. That studio you like. <laughs> that studio yeah. you like, yeah. but you didn't feel it was right for you. Yes. Talk to me about that. So um, now in Afrobeats, like, we can find the the major labels are trying to get on that way. Absolutely, so they're reaching out to the people they feel have the potential to mm. um, get there. And um, I got a few offers. I won't disclose too much, yeah. you know, to yeah. com- not to compromise anything. Absolutely, but. Um, but the offers are great in terms of the monetary side of things, but in terms of the back end, the mm. number of years, um, just my commitment to them, mm. it doesn't, it's not, it does not making sense right now mm. for me. And so I feel the best thing to do is to drop some more hits on these guys. And then they will be and able then, to come <laughs> to your own terms. <laughs> That's the best thing. Stronger negotiating power. Because yeah. I've, spoken with, I've spoken with a lot of people. I've spoken with um, Mr. Easy and Michael Berry about these deals. And they've told me they've had to struggle to get to where they are. They've Absolutely. had to work hard. And so you can't just like expect them to come to you mm. with everything the you perfect want right deal. now. You have to work. My league especially has gotten numerous offers according to him yes, he's, yes. he's had to decline yeah. um even till date yeah. he's trying to get the probably the one yeah. million dollar deal <laughs> so, so I, I feel like that's the step i want to take i want to work for it how how important is it for you to to still have that sense of 
control mm. over your product, your artistry, and your direction, to be honest. It's everything. I've, to an artist, you really don't want it to feel like a job. Mm. You want it to feel like, you're, you're, this is why I'm alive. Mm. This is what I need to do to bless the next person. I get messages saying, oh, this your particular song got me out of this and that. Um, it's just, if, if I sign a deal that makes me wake up and be like, oh, I have this commitment, I have this to do, I'm going to hate myself, right? mm. you know, especially if it's hard to get out of. Mm. So um, for now, I'm really trying to protect my artistry, protect my creativity, protect all these things to the best of my control. But sometimes, you know, um, you have to think about the future. You have yeah. to think about your like what happens in the next four years and mm. stuff like that. So um, it's really up to like I'm putting everything in God's hands right now. Absolutely, you know? man. Yeah. The, the, the African yeah. answer <laughs> to every question. <laughs> put everything in God's hands. Let Let's talk about your heritage a little bit. Okay. Being Nigerian, yeah. how was that? You know, talk to me about home, your parents, how yeah. that influences yeah. your creativity, what you picked up growing right. up, and how that's affected you. Uh, my parents were. were both my parents are business people. Um, my mom works in an oil company. My dad, he's into security. Mm. He has a security firm. Um, and they were both really strict, like in training their, mm. their kids. So we hardly left the house. Mm. We were just doors creating stuff to do that would make entertaining it yourself. Yeah. I'm sure you have kids. Yes, so you see them do absolutely. these things sometimes. I so. do that. <laughs> so we would uh, sometimes we have these rap battles, music battles, and all that. Um, and I feel like the way it's influenced me right now is that it's just made me a bit more introverted. Even musically, you can hear it that this guy isn't shouting or anything. Mm. He just seems like he's whispering to the babe. Yeah. So that's kind of how um, it comes off my training mm. in, in terms of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That's, that's amazing <laughs> stuff, man. Now, 20... Um, 17, 2018 has been about dropping singles mm. and you know all this type of stuff. Yeah. We're going into the big one, 2019. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of focus on on African pop stars at of the course, moment, especially yourself. You're walking in and out of rooms, mm. talking big money. <laughs> you know what is 2019 looking like for Nonso Amadi? Big. So mm. I can say, what if you're listening to this? Just know, like. There's so many things in work. I'm excited for it, and I hope you stay tuned to see what we have coming. M videos, musical contents, documentaries, all that. Yeah? Yeah, we have that. Because I don't want to hide anything that's going on right now. I actually want to show the struggle. Yeah. So you're going to see a compilation of the stories behind yeah, I feel like that's missing. I really wish Absolutely. I saw like more of the struggle with Wiz and David. Absolutely. I really, really wish I saw Absolutely. that. So I'm gonna provide some content, you know, you know, exposing that. Because a lot of the artists that are being inspired about what you guys are doing at the yeah. moment, the success stories, yeah. they just think it's today. One night success. The funny thing yeah. is, um, Olamide posted um, a picture yeah. that said we're moving him and his whole team. They were probably going to a show, and I put a quote underneath that saying you know overnight success mm. equals everyday grind mm. and that picture was an image of everyday grind wow. and a lot of people they miss those yes, pictures yes. what they only see yes. is the gucci the yes, champagne yeah, popping yeah. the pretty girls it's not easy. Mm. this guy's worked and i know that for a fact mm. even if that's all i take away from the music industry i know that anyone that's that has a lasting success in the industry has mm. worked to get there you can blow overnight over, but like i'm telling you without mm. the work behind it it's just gonna be a one night thing and that's it so um i'm blessed to even speak with these guys and mm. just hear from them their side of things 
Absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, I've had the opportunity to see women react around you, you know. Um, I ain't going to name no names, but I saw a couple girls just like, oh, God, sir. And I'm like, yo, you were talking to me yeah. a couple minutes Not ago, but I'm going to leave that. I don't remember that. So, tell me, is there, is there like, do you make time for a relationship? Yeah. Is there a relationship? I'm currently or married. To the so music? this is the first time I'm, I'm no married yeah. to real life. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah, messing with me? Yeah, right yeah. Now? <laughs> 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 no, I first for a minute. I was like, what? Do you know the funny thing? I was watching Teddy Riley's interview yeah. on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah. And he was speaking about the moment he advised Bobby Brown that marrying was the biggest mistake a solo male artist could make because mm. you turn off three quarters of your fan base mm -hmm. by declaring your love for one woman. Okay. So I'm giving you that gem right now. Don't 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 put that, that out I there. Forget. You I know, forget. make sure you know keep yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. you know how women but are. I, I already know, man. I, <laughs> I try to make out time for all my wives out there. But, um, it's hard, you know, trying to keep up with all that. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Is <laughs> yeah. there so you're based in Toronto? Yeah. Um, the king of Toronto is 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 without doubt Drizzy. I'm coming for that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, let's start a beef here, bro. Remember, bro. Tory Lanez went viral because of the beef. Right Trust me. <laughs> Tory Lanez was like, I'm coming for his neck. All of that Please, stuff. Drink. He went crazy Drake. for six if months. It's about my knees. And guess what? There was a picture. He said he went arrogantly. But there was a picture afterwards where Drake and Tory Lanez stood yeah, side by side and said, Love for the six. Okay. That changed his life, bro. Well, Drake, if you're ready so, to act this movie to me. So she's talking about I'm down. Listen. We're gonna work on it definitely <laughs> to try to find this situation. Right. Um, as always, my brother, it's yeah, a man. pleasure to, to sit down Thank um, you. Thank you so next much. to you, hear yeah. some of your stories and see what's going on. Schmooze, you've got yep. you've just been nodding your I was, head. I was gonna, no, 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 I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. You have anything to say? Yeah, yeah just before we go, um, yeah. your last record, Down Me, featuring yeah. Kid of Kids, yeah. was very different from the usual yeah. style. Yeah. You know, it's oh a bit God. more poppy, more yeah. dancey. Yeah. You, Talk us through the creative process for that one. Um, so there's a, I'm going to expose this guy right mm. here. His name is Alistair, yeah. and he's behind a lot of the Af Af Afrobeat music in the UK yeah. here coming out. I don't know mm. if you've heard. Yeah, he's, he's worked with David. Um, he's Mr. worked with Easy almost mm. everybody. Yeah. You and your book guys? Yeah, yeah. I know amazing. him. Amazing. Yeah, writer and stuff yeah, like that. Writer, yeah, writer, everything. Yeah. I've he's seen written him in some the studio songs with for Easy. some of your favorite guys. Yeah, so. I've seen him there. So, so Alistair and I are quite close, and um, he's been sending me a few records. And he sent me um, the instrumental for that one. He yeah. was like, he, he just heard um, Bad Energy by yeah. Westkina mm. Skepta. And he, he had a vibe from that. So mm. he sent me that record. And um, I tried something. He liked it. Um, he was like, do you know who's going to be good on this record? I'm like, um, Skepta, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like... Everyone's gunning <laughs> for the track. Everyone's <laughs> Skepta first. <laughs> so he's like, nah, Kid Kidda would actually kill this a lot. So he suggested Kidda. Yeah, he said it's wow. Kidda. I don't know how they know each other, but um, he sent it to Kidda. And Kidda has like a mad management around him. Yeah. So he had to go through like a bunch of yeah, people. Yeah, because he's signed now. Yeah. So. Kidda, <laughs> the funny thing is Kidda, I, I used to work a mentor with a mentor Kidda for like six years ago. Wow. Like consistently. The record that got him signed, yeah. I yeah. actually told him to go back to it. Wow. Because he, he'd moved on yeah. in yeah, Afrobeat style. He dropped a few more songs. He dropped songs. Yeah. And I called him one night and I said, nah, this is the record 
that you need to go back to promoting with Gallo. Survive. I survive. Yes. Because he had dropped a few songs after that, and then so he started promoting it. It popped again, and boom, the deal came through. So he's he's been great. He's arguably That's one of the saying. most hard-working musicians so hard. that I've ever met like in Kid, the last six years. Yeah, it's crazy. Kid, I heard it and he sent his verse immediately. Like we cut through all the management, whatever, mm. and we started talking. He called me. He's like, he has a show in Lagos. He's announced it now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So um. You know, just the the record itself came out organically. Like nothing yeah. was forced. We weren't like, mm. oh, let's do this. We just. And I was really scared when it, when I recorded it and I heard it back. Yeah. Like this, I've never done anything like this yeah. before. Mm. So I sent it to a few guys and they're like, it's okay, you know, it's it's a nice tune. So I put it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kid Kiddo was really perfect. Perfect fit. That. Yeah. Mm. You know, just so, bounced on it right. Because I know that you you very selective when it comes to your oh, features and yeah. stuff like that. What kind of names would you like really like to get um, in the booth with? That you haven't gone. Yeah, I haven't already. Gotten, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the gold, Simi. This is the, the Nigerian mm. um, dope art, yeah. artist. Um, Simi. Uh, who else is there? You know, some of the. Anyone else you're feeling outside talking, Nigeria? He's talking, he's talking <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah, following like, artists. Yeah, you know. I, I'm still struggling with the fact that that I need to do the. Listen, man, you need we need to get you in with some A and R. We need to A and R some projects, get yeah. one or two records to fly, but leave the non so sauce on everything else, man. Um your your rise has been incredible over Thank the you. last two years, and yep. without a shadow of doubt, it's gonna get even bigger. Amen. I can expect yep. massive things in 2019. Yep. Those phone calls that you think you received is nothing right now compared to what's yeah. gonna happen once you start dropping the records. Just make sure that you bring the bag <laughs> my way. No you already problem, know, man. you know, know. <laughs> just a little <laughs> percentage. Just, my just, <laughs> no man. This <laughs> guy, this guy. Do you know the funny thing? Finally, before you go, I follow a couple people in in Toronto, and one day I was there was one I, this girl that I must have followed because she had a bad picture or something. And guess what? She was somewhere Insta storing No So Amadi recording. I'm like, yo, oh, wow. this was so freaking Are you smart. Serious? Yeah. What's her name? I don't even know what her name is. Man <laughs> <laughs> with the many wives. Big shout out to yeah. her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a lot of fans there, man. I used to watch over my wives because sometimes they get out of line. So. Nah, nah. <laughs> Trust me, those ones are staying in line. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah. thank you very much thank for joining for us on this bonus edition of For the Love of Afrobeats. I'm yes. Shopsy Do. And Mr. Schmooze. And we had our incredible guest. Nonsomadi. Simple. Yeah. Thank you very much. Follow us across all social media and Nonso Amadi as well. You can check him out. Yeah. But that's if you're not a woman because all the women, once they follow him, <laughs> they'll just leave everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> until, you very much. Until right. next time, peace out. Cheap. Peace.